Gentlemen, welcome. We are back, Southside Rabbi in the building. Now, listen. If you have not seen Boys in the Hood, what I want you to do is go and turn it on. Great movie directed by the late John Singleton. And if you turn it on, you will see that there is Cuban Gooding Jr. in, that, in that film, uh-huh. right? And uh, Ice Cube is in that film. There he is. Uh, Morris Chestnut's in that film. Yes, he is. Now, when you watch that film, you will see that Cuban Gooding Jr. and Ice Cube, really good friends, best friends, in fact. And Ice Cube has beef with some other gangsters in the neighborhood, sure. right? That drove a little red car around. Uh, the guy that led uh, that crew, um, who had on a beanie and a Jerry Curl, looks just like KB right now. <laughs> if you ever go back and look at it, just make sure to watch it and then see it. And then and tag me, and then tag KB, screenshot it. Missing is the shades. And he will be in that book. That was just saying. Damn, how did you know that that's what I was oh trying to do? Oh, my gosh. Who told what you, What in the world? How could we be this on one accord? Oh, how my goodness. How could it be this one, bro? I literally didn't even know that you had Damn, that. Damn, I looked in the mirror and said, <laughs> boys in the hood. <laughs> Yo, we I got tore it. my house up for these glasses. That's, that's, I'm telling you, listen, it's just the spirit. Of, up, it's, just, it's just the urban spirit. Banging them corners. And, and listen. I'm telling you, I'm just. You know what? We just gonna have Derek put a picture up, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And I just, I just thought about that on the spot. Yes, indeed. I don't know why, but you, it, it's, I, you still uh, look cool. Thank you, brother. Let me just say this: I um, have been uh, diligent uh-huh. in seeking counsel uh-huh. to deal with the ways that I mean has honored me <laughs> into embarrassment. There's a good book called "When Helping Hurts." Oh. <laughs> It's an excellent book. Oh my gosh. So what we're gonna do today, given I just I just got off the road. I'm on my three-day break. Okay. Yeah, he's 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 you know. So I didn't get to prepare, which obviously I have to do. And, and just for you know the audience, none of his intros are prepared. I actually <laughs> think through mine a little bit. This man literally off the top, he pulls it from the heavenly realm, which he has access to. Oh my gosh. Paul and Amin no. both have seen the third heaven. He I don't talk not. about it because he doesn't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Because, because the humility you, thing. It's because you've seen the fourth. <laughs> so there's no reason for me to mention the third. Why would I mention it? It's like if, if, hey. I, if I pull up in a Porsche, you have a Bentley. I, hey. I, I might as well have a Honda Stop Civic. it, bro. Stop it, man. I, I, I don't, we're skipping the niceties today. Yeah, to we're going to skip the niceties. Y'all know who this is sitting across from me. I don't got to say nothing. Y'all already know what it is. Four letter G-O-A-T. So... Um, all I'm saying is let's get into it, bro. Let's do it, baby. Because a lot has happened. Yes. We're on it fast. This just mm-hmm. happened a few days ago. Right. What are we here to talk about, Dr. Hudson? I mean, so there's no other way that I can describe what happened except for the slap heard around the world. It was a slap heard around the world, bro. And literally. Yes. And I'm talking about what happened at the 2022 Oscars with Will Smith and Chris Rock. So for all of you who don't know, if you are Patrick, you have to be living under SpongeBob. a SpongeBob. Right. Patrick was under a rock. Oh, he was. Literally. Oh, he yeah, had a you're TV right. down there. <laughs> he had a chair. There was one table. <laughs> so if you are listening to this and you don't know what happened, that you you're were Patrick. Bikini Bottom. Yes, right. You you are Patrick. You yes. are a pink starfish. Yes. <laughs> with some swimming trunks on. So 2022 Oscars, I usually watch the Oscars every year. I love to sure. see who won. Sure, sure. Um and we've seen that this year what has eclipsed everything in the Oscars in 2022? Absolutely. Is what happened with Chris Rock and Will Smith. Yes. So as we see Chris Rock was on stage getting ready to read some nominations. Yes. And as what usually happens during the Oscars when someone like Chris Rock hosts, he's always going to roast people. Yeah. As you see, he's, he hosted it before in 2016. Right, 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 right. He roasted people. Yes. Usually when they have comedians, you know, at the That's Oscars. That's part of the it's institution. Part of, it's part of the institution. Right. part of what it means to be at the Oscars. Right, right. right. They got comedians there roasting people. Right. They had uh, Chris Rock there roasting people, Amy Schumer. So Chris Rock, you know, roasting, you know, this is part of the institution, but he's he, he sees Will Smith in Jada Pinkett Smith sitting in the front row. Yes. And he says to Jada, Yes. I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane. Right? Two. Right. Two. right. Correct. Now, I don't know if y'all saw the first G.I. Jane. It yes. was actually a good movie with Demi Moore. Demi Moore. The beautiful Demi Moore. Yes. Who had her head shaved. She had her head shaved. But she was, she, was, she was still beautiful in the film. Yes. And the film was not really about her being a weakling. It was actually about her being bad to the bone. Uh-huh. Either way, um, Making a joke about 
Jada Pinkett Smith's hairstyle because Jada Pinkett Smith has said, and she's come out before, she talked about this on her Red Table Talk. Uh, she's talked about it in the media a lot that she has alopecia. Yes. And that, that she struggled with alopecia. Yes. And so that has caused her hair loss. And she talked about her struggle with embracing it and embracing the hair loss that she has. And, you know, she she has shaved all her hair off and she's still a very, very beautiful woman. It's actually a testament to her beauty. Right, 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 right. Um, And so, but either way, Chris Rock saw well this said, as I a mean. time to... Uh, actually joke on her and said, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. Once Chris Rock said that, Will Smith laughed. Everybody laughed. He, Will Smith Will laughed. Will Smith laughed. Everyone along with everyone him Everyone along with right, him right, laughed. Right, right, right. Jada was not laughing. No, she if was you watched eye that, rolling and eye rolling and she was like, nah, lid bruh. twitching. So I Chris Rock said, oh, you know, come on, that was a nice one, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, I, that yeah. wasn't that bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then Will Smith gets up he walks on that stage. Very calmly. Chris Rock, I'm thinking, he's thinking that Will Smith is joking. Yes. So Because he says, uh-oh, Richard. Well, which, he, which we've seen before. We've right. seen we've a comedian seen people, take a shot. I was going to say, another, I said that to my wife yeah. the other night. We've seen like a comedian take a shot from the stage and somebody would come up there and act like they're choking them. Or yes, act or like steal the mic. That's what we all thought might have happened. Or, right. Or maybe have been like, a you know. Yeah, little, I think that Chris Rock was like, yeah, I thought he was going to get up there yes. and act like he yeah, was yeah, punching yeah, them. Or, for sure. And so Chris Rock says, uh-oh, Richard, because Will Smith just did the King Richard movie. Got you. And as soon as he says, uh-oh, Richard, Will Smith, he bought that slap through the galaxy, through the dimension of Independence Day, yes. Men in Black, uh, one, two, and three. Yes. Uh, uh, after After Earth, I am Legend. Had the swag of uh, I am Legend, the swag of the Fresh Prince. Yes. And uh, and 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 then the technology of iRobot. Yes. And and then the Western uh, uh, goal of Wild Wild, Wild West. Wild West. And he slapped this man Chris yes. Rock across his face. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. it sent everybody into a whirlwind of shock, awe, and disbelief. Bro. Absolutely. It was literally like watching a pig fly. It was so... It, it, it was seeming to defy reality. Like, this cannot be happening. It was so... It must be a joke. It was so unbelievable that people yes. thought it was a skit. Yeah. That it was... That it, that, that it had to be Which would have been a brilliant skit. Yeah, it would have. Except for it was real. And everybody thought that it might have been a skit until Will Smith walked back to his seat. And then he yelled at Chris Rock, keep my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth. Yes, yes, Chris yes. Rock said, I am going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. then Chris, and then Will Smith said it again. The crazy thing is, everyone was in shock, including, I mean, Chris Rock literally was in, so shocked that he got slapped that the only thing that he could say is what happened. He said, Will Smith slapped the out of me. That's right. I mean, that's how you know he just really didn't have anything my else to say. And we were like, obviously, yes. we all just saw we it. We saw that, yes. Worldwide. And so I. And That's my, how you know that you're uh, bewildered when you uh, just have to recount what's just going recount on. Just recount what just happened. I just I was standing here, <laughs> and then I was slapped. And then Will Smith went back to his right. Seat. I yeah, mean, yeah. That, that's kind of how I, I mean. My, my boy Jason said Will Smith hit that boy like a TV that didn't work. He did, bro. and you know he you. I, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> and you know how it is. You grow up in Southside St. Pete. So um, there's been a lot of reactions to this. This is one of the only times that I haven't seen people bifurcated over this in a way that they are over everything else. Sure, sure. In a sense that a lot of times you'll see people bifurcated over an issue that happens based upon their political standing, That's right. right? You just retreat so to the camp you that retreat you're to in. The, so I've seen people on the left say he shouldn't have done this. I've seen people on the left say he should have. Yeah. I've seen people on the right say he shouldn't have done it. I've seen people on the right say he shouldn't have. Right. I've seen people say that this was, that him slapping Chris Rock was a show of toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I've seen people say him not slapping Chris Rock is a show of toxic masculinity. Right, right, right. It is one of the most diverse This thing is polarized, I have ever yes. seen even in ways that just doesn't happen. And it's I saw Christian diverse. men yep. condemn the actions. Yep. I've seen Christian men condone it. Defend it. I've seen Christian women condemn it, and I've seen Christian women condone it. This thing is messy, and it really depends where you're sitting. I, if I can suggest, yes. think that a part of the diversity in reaction comes from the personal trauma of the person who is actually viewing it. Right. So how did it land on you? Mm-hmm. So let me tell you how it landed on me, bro. Once I got to the place where I realized it was real, because that took a while. That it, it, took about me 15 too. minutes. Yes. Slow the video Maybe down. Maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> like, this has to be a skit. Yes. This is SNL. Yes. Once I realized that it was real, I saw a 220-pound man that's about 6'3". Yeah, that slapped the man that was about 112 
in Timberland boots soaking wet with a bubble jacket on. Man. One of the things that I picked up on for folks that saw the, the, the power discrepancy. Right. Economy aside. Right. A very large man. <laughs> Slapped a very, small, very man. small man. Right. Some people felt triggered in that. It felt like what bullies do. Mm. Like if you've been bullied, fam, you re- there's a reason why the diary of a wimpy kid has the profile of a small guy. Right. It wasn't like two football players, dude, it's the same size. Right. You typically target vulnerability. Yeah. Which can be, not always, can be, because if you ran up on Conor McGregor, it wouldn't have went that way. Or Jamie Foxx. Or you think about Mike Epps. For sure. You got to think about most of uh, Floyd Mayweather is smaller than Chris Rock. That would have went That is very true. And it's so still it's not just simply, <laughs> it's not simply that you're small. Right. But in this situation, there was a, a dynamic there, fam. Yeah. A lot of people felt like Chris, Chris Rock, Rock was a soft target. Assaulted by someone in front of everybody, bro. Right. We, we, we need to get to the layer of, of the appropriateness of what Chris Rock said. Right, for sure. Because there, there much could be said about that as well. But for, for my, my initial reaction was a verbal if you can call it an assault, uh-huh. I think it's okay. It at least smacks of uh-huh. assault-like language, particularly because it, of the way it landed on Jada, Jada which we can get, right. get to that in a second. We, yep. mm-hmm. But he responded to a verbal aggression with a physical aggression right. on an easy target. To me, that my, my initial reaction, my it was like a flower, okay? So my reaction bloomed as I learned more of the yes, situation. I, I think that a lot of people, yeah. I didn't, mm-hmm. I thought, I didn't see G.I. Jane. Uh-huh. When I when I Googled G.I. Jane, yeah. uh, I saw Demi Moore. Right. And I thought this I thought that this had to be a joke about, about her looking like G.I. Jane. Right. Nothing else. Yes. That's the other thing. That, that, now that's what it, my it, reaction it, it, was. It been, yes. I don't follow Red Table Talk. Yep. I, I've, I, I don't follow Jada Pinkett. Uh-huh. Not aware of her condition at all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So to me, my first reaction was this was you bringing an atom bomb. To a fruit fight, fam. Right. You, 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 in a lot of ways, did not fight fire with fire. Right. Dog, Jim Carrey brings up a good point as well. Yes. This is forever. Right. Chris That's, Rock will never be unslapped. And it's also the most infamous moment in Oscars history. Absolutely. Like you said, it's going to be forever. Yes. But it's also going to be always the biggest and most infamous moment for, unless somebody tops it. Yeah. Unless somebody gets up there and, and does a Shawn Michaels sweet shin music to somebody in the face. And I don't think that that's going to happen yeah. after, what, after what we saw happen now. Sure. So it, it's definitely something that will always remain. Sure, sure. And it, and, and, this is permanent, and bro. It's permanent. Yes. It's permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris Rock will always have to be seen as the guy that got slapped by Will Smith. Yes. And 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 it's two legends, too. Yes. Two you know black what I'm male legends. Two black at, male legends. At an award show that a lot of black actors protested just a, a, right. a few years ago. Yes. That's one of the tragedies of this whole thing. Yeah. Is that Will Packer was like the, the head producer of the Oscars this year. Sure. Black man. Same dude that we saw, I think that is the same dude like that Dame Dash and them had a problem with, but Will Packer, who's actually from where me and KB is from. He's from St. Petersburg, Florida. Hey, which I South did not Southside, know. Southside, Southside. Yeah. I love that. Was, I was was, and so that. he's the one here. He's like the head guy running the, the, the Oscars this year. So it's it's him, the black uh, a black man yes. who does black films. Yes. Right, running it. You have Chris Rock there. You have Will Smith there. You have Will Smith winning Best Actor. Which is the biggest award of the night. All of these... It's it's a lot of black celebration here. And for it to all be eclipsed by this is also its own tragedy because it it eclipsed everything. Absolutely. Literally everything. Absolutely. Folks don't remember nothing. Questlove won the uh, award for his documentary that music the, the music documentary he did um that's what chris rock was up there to present oh my god quest love won that. it nobody got to see wow. that nobody got to see real not got to really appreciate the fact that quest love won this and, and hear us correctly we're not saying because folks are like this set us back as if we were just starting to no, get no i yeah i don't I irrelevant don't, i don't individuals being able to recognize the dignity and talent of right. 
of what it is that 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 non-white actors can bring to the table, whether it's you know right. uh, crazy rich Asians or if it's straight out of Compton, it being recognized by the 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 the, like the, the broader the culture, establishment. That right. is not what people are, are are talking about when they say set us back. Right, they're not saying that the white well, establishment. Well, some might be saying that, but that's not what we're saying. No, what we're saying is. And a night, as I mean, is just laid out for us where there was all kinds of celebration that felt like progress for the struggle in that we were celebrating right. these moments of, of excellence and accomplishment. Uh, it was all eclipsed. We were robbed of that. Right, right. The, the, everyone was robbed of that. Everyone. Chris Rock later apologized to Wanda Sykes. According to Wanda Sykes, she said this on The Ellen Show. Uh-huh. She, he apologized to her for ruining her night. Wow. For, for this, I didn't even Wanda see Sykes that. Wanda said this today on The Ellen Show. Wow. She said, he said, I'm sorry that the night where you were to be honored, where, where think of all the sisters. Right. And, the, yep. and, 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 and again, the way that they've been systematically ignored. Right. Not that that diminishes them or that they need your approval. Right. But the fact that there is recognition that's what awards are. Right. There is... And the Oscars is... Praiseworth, there's a praiseworthiness of winning an Oscar. Right. Absolutely. And this was a moment for many individuals from uh, historically overlooked communities to be celebrated and all of it mm -hmm. was eclipsed. Right. You are not helping the kind of the narrative, the pathway forward, and it detracts from the celebration, the praiseworthiness that we could have had mm -hmm. in that moment right. because it was eclipsed by this assault. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think that you're absolutely right. And I think um, this is something that I said before, and I think it still holds true now, is that the thing about this situation is that there are several true things that we have to hold in tension at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah several yeah. true things. Yes, it's sir. not just one or the other. Right. There are several things happening. Number one, a man's wife was insulted. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, I am a person that does not think that insult equals assault yes. all the time. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Or insult means that the reaction to the insult is assault. I would hope that our kids would know this, yes. that just because a kid at school calls you a poo-poo face, it doesn't mean that you get to punch him in the face. That's right. Or if a kid at school calls your sister a poo-poo face, right. it doesn't mean that you get to punch him in the face. That's right. right. I want to raise children that will stand up for their family, that will stand up for their siblings, that will, that will stand in the gap for them. Yes. I don't think that that always means that they need to be physical. That's unless right. Unless someone is physical with them. That's right. Or their siblings. I understand people who was quoting Proverbs talking about how a fool's mouth invites a beating and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that what Solomon is saying is that this is the paradigm that believers should live by. Sure. I think that he's just telling the truth about a principle right. that one's words can get them in trouble. That's with, right. With, and that trouble could be physical trouble. That's right. That's we right. see this being raised in a hood. Yes. I, we, we have seen words lead to people being killed not right. just people being slapped right. not just people being punched we've seen words lead to people being shot people yes. losing their lives that's right and, and and i would say that all of that is terrible that's right, right? And, and what 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 the proverb is doing right is anticipating what happens when you cross the line right even with your words right Tongues set nations on fire. Absolutely. Bro. The Bible so the, says it. A the, lot about tongues. The, the, the tongue is, yeah, it's what it's the powerful, tongue does, right. But nowhere is the Bible endorsing right. that because you have said something off, right. that we get to go slaughter your whole family. Right. Even though there have been there have been stories of that very thing yeah, happening. The Bible will tell you about the reality of That's that right. fact that that will happen in God's fallen world. That's right. Yeah, so watch what you say. That's right. right? Like because Again, it's teaching you about the nature of sin, bro. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Which is a good word for us, which is a good perspective. Absolutely. Chris Rock should be careful about what he says. Yes. Everybody yes. should be. We all should be careful Everybody about what we say. Everybody should be because you do not know. You may who bite off more than you can chew. You bite exactly. Yeah. You might definitely bite off more than you can chew. And right. so, speaking of that, I think what happened with Chris Rock is that Chris Rock said this to a man that I believe was at his wit's end. Sure. Okay? I think that Certainly. there is a, I love what D.L. Hughley said when he said, a plane does not crash because of one singular event. Uh. 
He said that there's too many redundancies on a plane for one singular event to happen and then a plane crash. Usually it's several things that are happening with the plane or one thing happens and it leads to another thing yeah. and then it leads to another domino thing. And, and that's, yeah. that domino effect is what brings the plane down. Right. The same could be said for someone that does something like Will Smith just Come did. On. It's not just the insult that Chris Rock said, yeah. I think, that drove Will Smith to get to the point that he would have walked on stage and literally slapped him in the face. Sure. I think that it was a multiplicity of things. Sure. And I think that that all gets revealed in Will Smith's acceptance speech for Best Actor, when yes. he won Best Actor for the King Richard film. Yes. There are certain reasons why I think Will Smith did what he did. One of the reasons is the trauma that Will Smith talks about in here. Yes. Right? Now, if any of you know me, I've said it before, Will Smith is literally my favorite actor of all time. Facts. He's been my favorite actor of all time since I've been a kid. Are there greater actors out there? Yes, but Will Smith is my favorite. Yes. Right? <laughs> so, I've, I've said that and Before people will be like, start really? really? Oh, really? I, really? In a world that Meryl Streep lives in? Well, Denzel, all of that. And Will? <laughs> yes, Will Smith is my favorite actor. He's been that way since I've been a kid. That is because of the, the, the impact that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air has had on me. It's my favorite show of all time. Martin comes second to me. Viola? I mean, <laughs> That's what people say. Martin? <laughs> yes, it comes second to me, bro. I like, I like Fresh Prince. So, um, I've been a I've been a fan of Will Smith since Fresh Prince. I've watched like all of his films besides Six Degrees of Separation and Enemy of the State. A lot of people will slap me for not seeing Enemy of the State because it's one of his legendary films. I haven't seen it. First of all, what folks got to remember is that Will Smith had a type of resurgence. Yes. He had been gone for a long time. Yeah. Kind of didn't do it. After, after Earth kind of crashed and burned, yeah. he came out and said it was, a it was a terrible I couldn't even finish it. And that says I a lot. I didn't think it was that bad. Really? Ahead. Yeah. I'm a Will Smith fan. I literally turned it off. I said, it's so bad. I can't finish it. Dang. But Will Smith came out in the interview. He said, I feel like I failed my son. I failed myself with this that, film. Yeah. But he kind of went into like a bit of a hiatus after that. And then he kind of started moonlighting on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, he yeah. started making all these dope Instagrams and YouTubes, got this a massive following. Then he started he started talking about his journey and talking about how um, he wanted to be more transparent. He wanted to invite people into who Will Smith really was. Yeah. And then he wrote this book. Yes. One that I think that everyone should read. I, I only have book. like three chapters left, I think. Yeah. So far, this is probably one of the best autobiographies I've read. And I think that everyone should read it. But I think in reading this, it gives you a lot of insight as to why Will, potentially as to why Will reacted the way that he sure. did. And I'm going to read an excerpt out of it. Please. This uh, is actually a beginning of chapter one, and it's called Fear. It's not a long ex excerpt. And I quote, <clears throat> he said, I've always thought of myself as a coward. Most of my memories of my childhood involved me being afraid in some way, afraid of other kids, afraid of being hurt or embarrassed, afraid of being seen as weak. But mostly I was afraid of my father. Mm. When I was nine years old, I watched my father punch my mother in the side of her head so hard that she collapsed. I saw her spit blood. That moment in that bedroom, probably more than any other moment in my life, has defined who I am today. Within everything that I have done since then, the awards and accolades, the spotlights and the attention, the characters and the laughs, there has been a subtle string of apologies to my mother for my inaction that day, uh. for failing her in that moment, for failing to stand up to my father, for being a coward. What you have come to understand as Will Smith, the alien annihilating MC, the bigger than life movie star is largely a construction, a carefully crafted and honed character designed to protect myself, to hide myself from the world, to hide the coward. That is how the book starts. And what you will see in this book is that that, that string of Will Smith feeling like a coward is a line that runs through every chapter in this book. Uh. That Will Smith, it, there's, there's even a, a part in there where he talks about when he was actually, before he was a big actor, he was a fresh prince, that he was so tired of people seeing him as soft and he didn't want to be seen as a coward that every time that he was in a club or in some kind of you know spot partying or whatever and someone even looked at him wrong, he would punch he him in the fighting. face. Yeah, Just yeah. fighting every time. Yeah, yeah, Security always breaking him up, stuff like that, because he did not want to be seen as weak. He did not want to be seen as a coward. And one of the main things that you see in here is him talking about the trauma of him feeling like a coward when it comes to protecting the women in his life mm. that he loves. Uh, 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 uh. That's one of the biggest things that you see in this book is Will, Will Smith is saying, I'm constantly trying to hide and protect the coward. Uh. And I'm also trying to overcome being a, being a coward. Sure, sure, sure. And I think that that is part of large reason of why you see Will Smith initially laugh at the joke. Sure. And then when you see, when he looks at Jada 
and sees that Jada is not laughing, there is this, what I would say, and I know people are going to want to debate this, an overreaction. Sure. Where he gets out of the seat and he finds that what he needs to do is walk up to the stage and strike Chris Rock in the face. Sure, sure. In front of millions of people. Sure. And I think that a part of it is Will overcoming the coward. I have to protect the women that I love. Yeah, I yeah. have to protect the women. I failed my mother at it. I failed all of these times at it. I'm not going to fail tonight. Right. I'm definitely going to achieve it tonight. Yeah. And that causes this overreaction wow. of him doing something that he should not have done. Sure. That's and so he's good. come out and apologized and said that he should not have done it. Sure, right? sure, sure. And so. And, and, then, and, and hold that in intention. So we have to Will hold Smith that. Will Smith has come out and said. I was wrong. I should have done that. So, I reacted emotionally. So for those who are <laughs> defending right. what, he what, what he did. He's not defending. He's not defending it. Right. Because there is a level of psychological expertise you need to speak into right. what is actually happening behind the face of Will Smith. I Absolutely. Mean, like, we can't play armchair uh, therapist. Right. However... I can't think about things in terms of how I would feel because <laughs> I, I am thinking the internet, in which a lot of ways is a, a, a metric for where you are in terms of your market value, mm -hmm. where you're, you're standing in the culture. Especially when you're a celebrity. Yes. I'm a person of influence, but I'm not a, a celebrity. But I think about even folks that I'm aware of who are in my life who have notoriety or, or perhaps celebrity status, the sensitivity, bro, mm -hmm. to what people are saying about you right how you can read 99 comments right. of affirmation right and read one mm -hmm. of slight disapproval and feel like i'm in the wrong field right, right. question your whole existence right it's not beyond the pale of possibility mm -hmm. that along the way that the the, the way in which we as mm -hmm. a culture mm -hmm. have handled this very transparent, vulnerable space. You know, I'm not gonna be your meme all the time, fam. I'm yeah. not gonna constantly be the, the punchline on your joke. Right. I cannot imagine that Will Smith, over the years in which all of these memes have been, you know, out about him, that he has not felt that none of that has not touched him facts. and that none of that has not had any effect on him. Facts, facts. I think that he shows that once again in what he says during the speech. Acceptance speech. Acceptance That's speech. That's good. Tease that out. And so in the acceptance speech, he says, I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse and you got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you and you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. Mm. That's mm. what Will Smith said. Yeah. A lot of folks look at Will taking that acceptance speech and they say, yeah, see, because he, he, he got up there and he said, Richard Williams uh, uh, was a fierce defender of his family. Right. And in this time of my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling me to do and to be in this world, making this film I got to protect. Anjanae Ellis, who is one of the most strongest and most de delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect uh, Sonya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. So he is standing up and saying, what Richard Williams did as a protector is what I got to emulate in playing him, but it's also what I did tonight. That's, yeah. that's essentially yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, it de definitely insinuates that. And so some people see that and they say, yeah, defend, see he up there, that's what I'm talking about, defend your woman. Yeah. And they see this strong man that is making a case for why he slapped the mess out of uh, somebody that was disrespecting his wife. But I don't see that. Say that, brother. I see a broken man. Yes, who is unraveling before all of us on camera. Yes. But he is so intelligent. Mm. He's so intelligent Ugh. that he can spin the unraveling. Will Smith is great at this. You'll read this in the book. You'll see it. He's very good at not breaking down when he's breaking down. He's very intelligent. He's that's, very... That's he's the very, genius of he's, who he is. That's the genius of why he is who he is. Yes. He's, he's, he, he, he is... He is so, he's very intelligent and very astute and he's able to spin what is at his breakdown into this immaculate, great kind of speech that gets people fired up. Yes, defend, yes. I don't think that that's what, it, what was happening. Ooh. Will Smith, in my opinion, was breaking down and unraveling before us, but he just, he, he's so smart and astute and adept and intelligent that he can, he can spin it yeah. to make it look like he is strongly accepting this speech and he's giving this 
warrior speech of standing up and defending God is calling me to be a river to my people. That's what makes Will Smith Will Smith. Yes. If that was anyone else that did not have that kind of giftedness that he has, they would have melted. You would have objectively what we, seen what I think we what saw happened. was a meltdown. Yeah, say that, bro. But yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a meltdown of an intelligent, adept, self-aware person that was able to spin the meltdown right. into gold, bro. Yeah. And that's what makes Will Smith who he is. Yes, And yes. he's also charismatic. He's had that gift since he was a kid. You yeah. read it in a book. Will Smith wow. used to play a game with his mom because he would be so good at spinning stories to make them seem real yeah. that they would play a game and his mom would have to guess if they were real or not. Wow. And sometimes she couldn't. But a lot of times she could, but other people couldn't. Yeah. And I think that as an adult, with all this experience, all of this, all everything that he's going through, he can do the same thing to everyone who was watching that wow, speech, bro. Wow, 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 wow. I don't think that, that's just me, so me and Hudson talking, I don't think that Will Smith was in this strong, I'm in defense mode. Yeah. I think that he was in spin mode and he was having a crisis on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also we have to hold attention the 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 disrespect and the pain and the hurt that Jada could feel sure. because here is this beautiful woman yeah. who's had her hair all her life. We even see what the Bible says about a woman's hair being her glory. Sure, In some sure. sense, the scriptures even make it clear that hair is like sacred to a woman, especially as it pertains to their beauty. Sure. It's something that is sacred to a woman. Yes. When women go bald, it is not like us going bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not. I'm yeah, sorry. I know sure. it, it's, it's all, it can also be a crisis for us too. Sure. Um, especially if you don't have the best shaped head like yes. me. But there's but, a social... <laughs> but but there's a social dynamic there's a social dynamic in which sure. is not the same you yeah. can see bald head man all the time and it's great and you know what i'm saying but and, and then there's women that have short hair that look beautiful sure with their short hair right right, right. which is also a testament to their actual beauty yes right yeah and i'm not saying that hair makes you beautiful or not beautiful of course you know what i'm saying but i'm just saying that if a woman wants her hair yet she's losing it yes come on she man. cannot Keep it. It feels like a, it, a, part, a part of herself it is. It feels like a part of her beauty is disappearing, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I uh, and, and Jada talked about it. That's and a good I, point, bro. And Just I see I'm even thinking about in terms of uh, uh, not to mansplain it, but like right. I'm 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 hearing that even now, thinking about how cavalier I've been with my hair. Right. I've cut my hair a billion times throughout right. my life. Right. right. It's been short. It's you know. It's right. been long. Right. It's I've, I've had bad haircuts. Right. I've, I've had patches. I've right. had all kind of weird things happen. But it's a different thing it's if this like, happens in a woman's life, It's like life, a fam. man losing his strength, bro. Yeah, fam. I yeah. feel like it's like a man yeah. losing his strength and he's wasting away. He's getting weaker and weaker and skinnier and skinnier. Sure, sure. It feels like it takes a shot directly at what of kind of who God has made you to actually be. Sure, sure, sure. I think that women were made to embody beauty. Right. And a part of their beauty, like I said, it's not the only for thing. For some women, but for sure. For some women, that's what I'm saying, for some women, yeah. and I think scripture makes it clear yeah. that hair could be a sacred thing. It can. But I think that even when women cut their hair, it's a sacred for type sure. of thing. That's right. That's why they make the decision. It is their decision to cut the hair. It is their, this is how I'm cutting my hair because I want to cut yes. my hair. It's, a, it's still this sacred relationship with it's beauty wild, that man. hair has a type of language to this beauty that women have it's almost like it's you know? almost like it has roots pardon the pun uh -huh. to the soul yeah i was i was i'm, I'm right now uh studying spiritual formation mm -hmm. and uh dallas willard talks about the Shout soul out to dallas, willard. dallas willard is the man he's the man but dallas willard talks about the soul being being marked by a few things but at least two things mm -hmm. One is creativity, to be able to create your whole, your existence. Right. The other thing is choice. Yes. Being able to choose for yourself what it is that you will do or you will mm -hmm. not do. Right. Choose the pun again. The will. Right. Is emanating from the soul. And to have the will to keep your hair but not being able to execute it. Right. Can cause a bit of a crisis yeah because you're it's ripped from you yeah the, the will for you to do what you want with your hair is taken yeah. from you and so in a very real sense i feel Thank like you, you can so feel like I mean. it's you're you're being robbed yeah so i I, I i understand it's like a robber robbing me and you are making fun of the fact that i got robbed yes you know what i'm saying this is why i believe this is kb talking i believe that a part of love is sensitivity. Absolutely. A part of what it means to love somebody is to not say, what I said was objectively not offensive, bro. Right. That's half of the story. It's not what you said 
alone. Right. It's also how it landed on the object of what you said. It's context. The context matters. So meaning, I think about the Guadalajara slap oh. that Canelo Alvarez had with Caleb Plant. Great example. At their at their face-off. Two boxers, Canelo Two boxers. Alvarez, Caleb Plant, they were having a face-off at a yes. press meeting before their fight. This That's is what right. happened. They're having a heated debate. These, these uh, press conferences typically go that way. You say something about me. I say something about you. Wait, you're going to find out and see. You're going to feel something different. You're not going to talk to me like that, blah, blah, blah. Wait, and they typically start to get ruffled up, and then people get in between them, right. and then they push back. But nobody typically gets hit. Right. Typically. Right. This particular day, Caleb Plant is standing in front of Canelo Alvarez's face, and he says, uh, you wait, you mother Canelo Alvarez is just now learning English, right. which is great. He doesn't know, he do, yeah. Which is great. And his English is getting good. His English is getting real good. Right. We know it, because that man is cussing all <laughs> the time. Anyways, Canelo heard that phrase and thought that Caleb was suggesting right. that he would literally have relations with, his, with his mom. Right. And he became enraged to the point that he did something that he's never done before. He struck his opponent, which could have literally ruined the whole fight. They could have called off the whole fight. They could have called off the whole in, fight millions of dollars and out the he window. he injured the opponent. He and cut him. him. That's right. He cut him. And he cut him seriously. It yes, wasn't a small did. cut. Yes, he did. The cut was still on his face at, at the, the fight. fight. Yeah. What happened there, and they made up, they, they reconciled, by God's grace, mm -hmm. at the end of the fight. Mm -hmm. And he, Caleb apologized and said, Simply, that's not what I meant. I lost my mom. I would never say something like that to hurt you and the relationship that you have with your mom or suggest something crazy. I didn't mean that at all. Canelo received the apology and, and said it was all good. Right. And it was an understanding that transpired, but the context was different for each of them. Right. So for Caleb, it was, this was just words for the win. Right. For Canelo, he heard you assaulting his my mom. Mother. Now the question becomes... Was what Caleb said as offensive as the reaction that Canelo responded with? That's the question. In the nuance here, the loving, the sensitive thing here is, the answer is yes to both of them. Right. Caleb didn't mean what he said, but what he said had teeth on it because of the context in which Canelo was dealing in. Right. And it hurt Canelo. Right. Should, Can Canelo should not have slapped him, not condoning that. But I'm speaking to the level of pain that the word caused. Right. Meaning that your joke may be benign to you, but that does not make it benign. Right. And it makes me think about what the so Proverbs good. says. So the good. Proverbs say that, that it is a, a, the reckless man who, who, who uses his words in a way that hurts people and at the end of it's it like, say, I was only joking. joking. That's what the scripture it's says. It's like throwing fiery arrows. It's like throwing fiery, fiery arrows and then saying, hey, was I not just kidding? You might it, truly be joking, but the arrows still pierce the skin. They burn. It burned me. And they burn. Yep. So we, not, we do not need to simply ask what you intended or what you said. We also need to care about how it landed in the context of the object of what you've just shared. Yes. And con man, that's so good because the context matters, yes, as bro. you said. Yeah. And so as we were talking about, we see this is the context in which it lands on Jada. Yeah. Jada, who has been very open publicly open about her struggles with alopecia it's, is, is most likely feeling like she has been robbed sure. of a piece of her beauty sure. by her hair falling out of her head. Yeah. And here Chris Rock makes a joke about her hair and it, and, and, and it feels like you are making fun of the fact that I got robbed. Yeah. That's like me getting robbed at gunpoint and, and I'm traumatized by it. Yeah. I've been on I've been I've been in on my podcast openly having tears. Right, 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 right. And then you make a joke about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna find that very funny. I actually might find it very triggering. Yes. Right? And so you have it landing on Jada in this way, ironically, from a comedian who actually made a comedic documentary about black women's hair Ooh. called Good Hair. Yes, he did, sir. And so you have, this is how it lands on Jada. So Jada, in my opinion, had every right to feel yes. the way that she felt. Yes. I don't know if Jada would have wanted Will to go up there and slap Chris Rock. Yes. But I do know that Jada was hurt by yes. what he said. Because when I saw her face, I remember when I watched it for the first time, and they showed Will and Jada and I saw her face I got upset 
Yeah. I was like, oh man, look how hurt she is by yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. how upset this makes her, right? Will Smith as a broken human being who has all of this trauma around not defending women that he loves, he he does the little Hollywood joke, ha <laughs> ha, looks over at his wife and sees that she doesn't find it funny. And I think that in his mind, he sees that she's in pain. He sees that she's hurt. I think that Will Smith did the wrong thing for the right reason. I think that he wanted to defend his wife's honor. He wanted to make his wife feel like, I am here for you. I am going to defend you. No one gets to talk about you like that. And and I think that he got up and he did what he thought was the best thing to do at the time. But I think that it was a man that loved his wife, that loves his wife furiously and did the wrong thing for the right the reason. Right intentions, His yeah. intentions, I think, were good. Sure. I want to defend my wife's honor. I That's want right. her to also feel protected. That's right. I want her to you feel are like safe you me, are safe girl. with me. Nobody's going to try you. Right, right. And I think that that reflects, even when he sits down, he says, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. I think that that all was him saying, no, this is, I got you. Yes. Nobody, you, you don't get to talk about her crazy like this. Right. I don't think that was the way to do it. Right. Will doesn't think that that was the way to do sure, it now sure, that we sure. know. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and, and Which also, is also encouraging. Yes. And also we understand, well, from what I've heard that Chris Rock, you know, told Charlemagne from Breakfast Club is that he didn't have any idea that Jada was dealing with alopecia. That was my sense too. Yeah. I, I, I think that Chris Rock is also legendary enough. Mm-hmm. To know what boundaries shouldn't be crossed. Right. I think mm-hmm. he had enough respect. I mean, he started the comment off by affirming her and how much he loved her. Right. So I thought... And I, and I think that Chris Rock and Will Smith are friends. Yes. May not, they, may, they may not be Which, best friends, but yeah, I, I, they're not complete strangers, I don't think. That's why I'm saying, bro, like, it, it just reminds me uh, the book of James where, where James says, um, the anger of man... Mm-hmm does not produce the righteousness, righteousness that of God. God requires. Yeah. Because it's good for us to remember God's provision around how you should respond with your anger. That mm-hmm. you should be angry, but don't sin with it. Right. It's trying to protect you. Right. Like all of his commands. Absolutely. These provisions are protective. Right. We also realize that Derek, our um, producer, said that you can forget that one of the ways that cowards deal with situations where they are uh, attacked or they feel attacked, they do respond right. with a over-response. Right. It was kind of like you actually became what you said that you didn't want to yeah, be. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, you basically fell into the pit that you have been talking about is there. This whole, there's a pit there right. and you jump right in that mug. Right. And when I weigh the, the kind of the, 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 the dynamics of, of what happened uh, next to the scripture, I'm just reminded, fam, that if we could in our anger hold this provision that God has given us, don't sin. Right. Be angry. Sin not. But don't sin in it. Right. Perhaps there could have been a moment where Will could say, yo, I'm backstage with Chris, or it could be immediate, fam. This is, I know the show is just getting started. Chris, I need to talk to you right now. I'm going to get mm-hmm. up, walk with you. As soon as you walk off stage, I'm going to walk. Because right. obviously he has free agency there. Oh, absolutely. Because he, he definitely didn't get arrested. Fam, I or, was at, or kicked out of the venue. Man, I had a show two weeks ago. This, this, this drunk dude got on stage, man, and was up there for 60 seconds. It felt like 10 minutes. And I'm literally thinking, so cats can just walk up on, we in an arena. Monks can just walk up on stage. This man's like, all right, yeah, yeah, woo, woo. And I'm sitting here, why? I sent you the video, I sit. Oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I didn't look at it. You must have sent it to me and I didn't see it. I think I sent it to the group text. Oh, I, I, okay, I, I gotta look it. at it, uh-huh. Fam, I, I'm, I'm sitting here staring like, he's still up here. <laughs> Hook done came in, verse done started. This man's still standing here. So I was like, yo, there's some real gaps in the security right at this venue. But obviously, there's some gaps at the, vi- at the venue at Oscars as well. Yes. well I, I guess p- p- uh, part of it is that you don't think that a, that an actor is going to come up and that, do yeah, something like was, that. Yes, right. So I'll give them that. But since he has free agency, that he can walk on stage whenever he wants, you can follow Chris to the back, man. Right. And say, bro, what you said was wild offensive for these reasons. Right. 
and I'm going to address it. Yes. And I'm going to address it the way you did it. Right. Publicly and verbally. Yep. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna demand an apology from and, my and wife. Yes. And I, I I expect an apology from you tonight. Yeah. Fam. So he could have done that. Mm -hmm. He could have again. Let me also uh, give this one caveat as well. This is not an issue of what we would have done if we were in that situation. No, I'm not saying that this is an issue of what we would have done. We, we, we don't know what we would have done I, in that situation. I might have we smacked Chris in Rock. In that situation, right. fam. I, I we have no idea. Right. It's not even, I, I appreciate, because I used the hypothetical when we were talking about this uh, on Twitter, but I, I, I say touche to those that are like, man, there's a million different hypotheticals. Those are often unhelpful. Right. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would have done in that right, situation, right. but I'll tell you this, I know what I should do in that situation, right. and that's what we're talking about. Exactly. And it's the talking about what we should do that prepares you for when you are in that right, situation. Right, absolutely. This is what they did in the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. They didn't just show up at the lunch counters, fam. They actually had, they actually uh, reenacted. They rehearsed it. They rehearsed getting slapped, getting called From the white N -word. men and women. Yep. So yes. They were preparing when the camera was off. Right. For what they were going to do when the camera was on. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is what we want to do on Southside Rabbi, part of spiritual formation is practicing when the camera's off. Right. By talking about the truth of the situation, believing it, getting it down in your soul. First of all, shout out to Keith Keesler, who, who, uh, who brought this to my attention on another issue. Mm -hmm. We should lean over to our Jada and say, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Message. What, what would you like to see done right now? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what I want to do. I want to walk on stage right now and slap him in his face and I'll do it. I'll burn this whole night for you. I'll burn this whole place down for you, girl. Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do? I think we want to start there. Mm -hmm. If Jada's beside herself, maybe she's too shy, maybe she doesn't have something to say. I think the right thing for him to do, fam, was to have a conversation with Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. If he didn't get to have that conversation with Chris Rock, you are Will Smith. Mm -hmm. You are going to get an opportunity to address the world. It oh, could be on Instagram. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it could be if your Instagram is the Oscars live TV. Fam, right, right. You could you could go live right there. You could talk, you got an interview. You you, go, you just won be you you're nominated for best actor. Right. So you got you gonna be on the media circuit. You could literally make a make it a point, bro, for the next six months. Yeah. Raise tons of money for alopecia. Right. You could have a campaign responding to what Chris Rock did in the manner in which he brought the insult. Right. Which is with your words. Right. And you are one of the best wordsmiths, uh, he pardon is. the pun, right. Smith, on the planet. Right. And in that, not only would the victory be yours and the honor belong to your wife, you would shine light on a much bigger issue that includes women all around the world without detracting from the, this, this, this wonderful night of celebration of black excellence mm -hmm. and artistic excellence. Right. That, in my estimation, should have been the response. Mm -hmm. With much grace, much mercy, because we cannot appreciate to the level that we should what celebrities are going through, bro. Absolutely. We don't know what it's like. And I think that there's several other things to consider. I mean, I know that some of the other arguments have been, it's, I mean, the arguments that I've seen, perpetual, I mean, perpetual arguments about y'all are not defending black women, all y'all that think that Will Smith was wrong for what he did, it's because y'all are not defending black women. Black women get, this is exactly what we expect. You know, uh, uh, of course, y'all don't think that he should have did that because this is just a-, a It's a, patriarchy. Right, it's patriarchy, or yeah. this is this is one of the symptoms of how, how much y'all hate black women. Bro, Listen. Fam. I can defend black women and so can black men without assaulting another black man yes. who didn't assault you. Now, I've seen the argument go around that the words was assault. It was verbal assault or yeah. it was emotional assault. I get that. Sure. I get it. That's fair. That's fair. But it's fair because it was verbal assault in context. Right. Meaning if he would have made that same um, comment about... Um, Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Right. If he made that comment about her, same exact thing. Right. Looking forward to seeing you in G.I. Jane too. Yeah. Without the, the autoimmune disease in context. Right. 
It doesn't land as hard, fam. I can understand if Chris Rock was saying she looked like a man, she looked like a turtle, she looked like Shrek, right, you right, know, right, she right, like right, Bing right. Rames. Right, like, right. if he would, that's cruel. That's right, like, right. that. Like, like, that goes to it being extreme. I'm not saying that it wasn't cruel what he said, especially in context of the disease. Yes, but I think you just have to remember what, 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 what I would want the audience to remember. Right. Is that we could take a, a page out of our legal system here, I think. Yeah. If you intend, a hate crime, mm -hmm involves intent. You right. can do the exact same thing, exact same context, exact same offenders, right? But if the intent right. was hatred, right. then the way we prosecute it is different. It's different. Absolutely. It doesn't clear it, though. It right. doesn't, it doesn't it clear it. Right? We don't say it's... Yeah. I didn't mean to kill you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why, they, that's why it's manslaughter. Yeah, so, but it's, there's a difference between manslaughter, right. manslaughter right. and second-degree murder. Right. Or a hate crime or, you know, a run-in-the-mill crime. Right, you know, right. All crime is probably, yeah. is probably inspired by some kind of hate. Right. But I, you, we understand the difference that the intention to, to injure matters. Right. Even when we talk to each other. Right. When we have to reconcile with one another. A part of, when, when, I, when I come to the table with an offense, I've been hurt, I'm in tears. A part of what I'm looking for in your response, I want to latch on to that, maybe this was partly caused by he didn't know or right. she didn't know. Right. And if they knew better, they would have done better. Right. That should shape us, bro. Right, right. It can't be, it, it can't simply be Intentions do not clear us. They justify nothing. Right. But intentions do matter. It puts it, it, Intentions does give context. It, it context. doesn't clear us, but it does give context. Facts. You also got to take into context who Chris Rock is. How, when have you ever seen Chris Rock make jokes out of cruelty? Facts. Facts. That's Facts. another thing. He may have made some jokes, some jokes that sting. They yes. sting a little bit. Yes. But I've never known Chris Rock as a cruel comedian. There's cruel comedians out there. They're there. We know that we know that there are some cruel comedians. I've never seen him joke, especially about his own people, in a way that's him trying to be cruel. Like I'm like, I'm trying right. to stab you. Right. You know what I'm saying? There are several ways to protect black women. Yes. And I think that for all of the women that are saying, if y'all disagree with Will slapping Chris Rock, it's because you don't, you guys hate black women or whatever the case may be. I think it's ridiculous because one of the things that you have to you have to be aware of is sometimes there are other black women that don't want you to defend them like That's that. Right. There That's were right. black women that said, if Will Smith was my husband, I wouldn't want him to slap Chris Facts. Rock. Facts. So are we making what it means to defend black women a monolith? There's a one-dimensional way to do it. Come on, that man. If somebody gets, if, if, if somebody disrespects a black woman verbally, he got to get slapped or he got to get punched. This is another thing that you got to think about. I know a lot of women say, I would want my man to do that. Praise God, amen, if that's what you want. But one of the things you, you also have to remember, well, this is one of the things that I think that we need to take from this, is that your man is not Will Smith. Come on, sir. So this is the thing. Will Smith is an A-list elite celebrity. It was all, it was actually uh, uh, scandalous that he was able to do that and not be removed from his seat at the Oscars. And How or that man was in jail. Or arrested. Now, yeah. a lot of people say, well, he wasn't arrested because Chris Rock didn't choose to press charges. That's true. But in L.A. County, if the police see a clear assault, right. regardless if, if they press charges it's or like not, that in Florida you can, too. Yeah, you can still be yes. arrested. It's so, on camera. We saw you we do it. All saw I don't it. need the witness I don't need Rock. the witness. I don't need Chris Rock to press charges. This is a state it's issue. It's clearly assault. The state could come in and say, hey, bro, you're going to jail. Yes. Right? And so, or uh, there's going to be some kind of uh, 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 punishment here. There's going to be some punitive uh, action taken. So, that's the case. Will Smith is an elite celebrity probably got to skate it because of that but if your man assaults somebody on the street that brother's going to jail or if your man assaults somebody on the street the brother might not come home Fact. because there's because I've also seen Whoa. I'm just being honest hey listen to this from where I'm from take the advice not even just where I'm from I've seen it I'm a two-way guy I watch a lot of self-defense two-way videos you don't have to be from the hood for this to happen I've seen people slap someone physically assault someone and that person that they assault kill that person yes fam yes and and I and I can hear people right now saying, "Well, I want my husband being willing to die for me." So touche, so touche. But do you want to you you want to take your husband away from his children if y'all have children, or you want to take your husband away from the earth simply for a moment in time for him to slap a man or hit a 
man that said something verbally to you. That now, did not if he, touch you. That did not touch you. If he touched you, it's a different it's a story. Different conversation. If he touched you, hey, bro, you, you could kill you. you I'll or be willing to die. Or if he looks like he's about to or touch if he, you. Yeah, if, if, if there if is right. violence on the horizon or in present, right. it's a different conversation. Absolutely. And I think that at times that could be from words, right? Yes. So if I'm walking by and, my, and, 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 and if me and my wife is walking by a group of individuals and a man said, hey, man, I'm about to grab Shorty right now, take her to the alley and... Then I, in my mind, okay, this seems like you are verbally saying what's about the violence yes. is about to take place. You are forecasting. If I walk by your, and, and, and you say that my wife, who has very long locks, if you say my wife looks like Predator. Oh, no, you didn't. Then, I mean, touche, bro. You look like freaking Bob the Builder. I, I don't know. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, may throw, I may throw a zinger back at you. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But, but for me to haul off and then say, what did you say? And hit you. Man, I could put, not only can I put you in danger, I can put my wife in danger. That means that it's more about you than it is about your wife. It's more about me than it is about her. Yeah. That's the thing that you have to, is it about you or is it about her? Yes. Because now I could put her in danger. Yes. I don't know what you're going to do to me. You And if and if you put me down, you can put her down. What, are, what, what is going to happen to her? Now she's here alone. With all so of y'all. I think that there's so much, so many things, <laughs> right, with well, well, all of y'all. So there's so many things that have to be considered that there are several ways to defend women. Right, right, there right. There are several ways to defend black women. Right. The only way is not to slap another man. I'm just saying that to my sisters that are saying that, hey, you know, y'all hate black women, all that stuff. That's why y'all, that's going to become a slippery slope. Facts. If y'all want to start going there. Facts. Because, again, there are other black women that would have said, I don't want, my wife told me I would not have my wanted you to do that. My wife said the exact same. I asked, because preparing for this podcast right. today, I, my, my wife and I talked about it. She said, right. I would never, ever, ever want you to go do what Will Smith did. Yeah. Never. <laughs> and here's the moral of the story. Will Smith said himself that he was wrong and he shouldn't have done that. Right. Unless you're going to say he's saying that for PR to save face or something like that. We all agree mm -hmm. that was the wrong decision, fam. Right. And look at the fruit of it. Measure what happened by the fruit that followed. Mm -hmm. It literally took away what could have been one of the most brilliant celebrations of, one of the, black women. One of the best Oscars that could have for black people ever. Ever! <laughs> Again, qualify. Not saying that we need the Oscars no. to give us anything, no, or to give black people. I'm saying, but us, the reality like is, we were there, actors, and our work saying, was there on display. That's right, and that, and and it and, and it was being celebrated, and that eclipsed everything. Absolutely. That's just the reality. And there is the possibility that Will could lose yes. his Oscar. Yes, yes, the, yes. And that's his first. And also, he took away the night for celebrating himself. That was his first Oscar. Really? I did not know that. That was his first Oscar. Yeah. You know how hard it is for somebody to get an Oscar, bro? Right, right, right. And now he actually even puts that in limbo. Yeah. For himself. He may lose it. It's literally one of the probably the biggest moments of Will Smith's career. It's probably Facts. one of the biggest accolades that he could ever get as an actor. Facts. And he's been an actor for a long time. Yes, yes, yes. He's kind of on the downside of his career and he gets an Oscar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't get to really celebrate it because he's eclipsed by the infamy of what he has done. And that is what... That's the shame of it all. And it is the shame of it all, bro. And, and bro, that's, I'm just... I, all I could think of, bro, is in real time, we saw two verses come to life. <laughs> We saw turn the other cheek come to life. We saw that the reality. I mean, a quintessential HD, 4K, 4K, and we also saw that man, the anger of man, bro. Yeah, does it, not it's like a fire. The righteousness that God requires. That be angry, but sin yeah. not. What's the wisdom in this, Jesus? Yeah, the, yeah. We see the reality. When you of it. disobey it, you can find the fruit. Right, and it's rotten, bro. Man. Brother, give us a final thought, kind of tie this up for us and yeah, let I, these people go. I think that, I think that for us, um, when we look at this situation, I think, like, as KB said, we can learn from it. We can learn the wisdom of the scriptures when it talks about the anger yeah. of man. We yeah. can learn from what it means to be sensitive yeah, yeah. to people's condition, their brokenness, where they are. And I think that we can learn that, man, a lot of the times, anger is like a fire. Yeah, bro. You can set it, but sometimes the the danger with anger being a being like a fire is that fires can get out of control very yeah. fast. Yeah. And you can think that you can contain it. You think that you can just con you know keep this fire in one place and it can end up burning a whole house down, yeah. bro. Yeah.
And so I think um, one of the things that I want us to be mindful, I, I want us to all be keeping everyone involved in prayer because let us remember that Will Smith is also not just a product for us to poke in pride on a podcast. Straight up. He's not someone for us to just examine. Neither is Jada and neither is Chris. They are human beings and they are all broken and they are flawed. And, and for the mistakes that Will, the mistake that in mistakes that Will Smith made, we have made the same facts, kind of mistakes too. Facts, facts. Let us hold that intention. Yeah. But I want us to keep in mind that we are all broken mm. individuals. Yeah. That God is, for the believer, yeah. sanctifying. And that what we want to see is that those who are broken who don't know God yeah. have access to a God and to the spirit of God who is the counselor and the comforter mm, that, that. Can, that can start to counsel, give that spiritual counseling that can start transforming one into a person who is made whole for all of Will Smith's vulnerability and all of Will Smith's uh, transparency in his book, he is still broken. Say that, bro. And I think that for all of us, what we can see here is that our brokenness is something that we carry with us, but our hope is in a God who can heal the broken man. Come on, brother. Who can heal the broken. Absolutely. Thank you so much, I mean, that sums up everything. And as you were talking to, I think that it's just good for us to also be convicted by this as well. Mm -hmm. We're not safe, bro. We're not safe to ignore Jesus on both sides. Right. The scriptures say it's a man's glory to overlook an offense. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you just bury the issue. Right. What it means is that you're willing to deal with it in a way that is righteous. Right. At least attempt. Right. Most of At us least are going to fail, fam. Right, right, right. You're talking crazy about my wife. I'm probably going to fail. Right. But that's a testament to my weakness and cowardice, yeah. not to my faith in Jesus, and certainly not a testament to my manliness. Right. Manliness looks like meekness, mm -hmm. which is power and control. Amen. This has been Southside. Southside. Rabbi. Just want to just shout out the CSB version of scripture. One of our favorite versions of the Bible. Readable, very, very accessible. Mm -hmm. A solid translation. Uh, that's the official translation of our, our church, actually. So they are a proud sponsor of our podcast, and mm -hmm. we are glad that it is that CSB way. CSB activity. Check out the website below to learn more about how you can get one of these in your hand. So Samaritan Ministries is a community of Christians paying for one another's medical bills without the use of insurance. It's a really encouraging ministry that my wife and I have used. In fact, we delivered our second baby using this ministry. It's affordable and you can join today. We are very, very grateful to have them as partners on our podcast. So check out SamaritanMinistries.org slash Southside Rabbi. I am Katie, the second letter. I'm Amin the Dream. And look, make sure that y'all like, share, subscribe, subscribe now. to the Patreon. On YouTube, when you look at this on YouTube, please do us a favor and hit that like button at the bottom and subscribe if you want more people to be exposed to the truth that we are trying to deliver to y'all. Yeah, I'm saying. We need that like and we need that subscribe. Nah, I mean, and we need y'all to share. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we have seen exponential growth. 2022 has been good to us thus far, uh, although... A lot of stuff happening. But we here <laughs> yes. to pray and wage spiritual warfare on your behalf. Right. But we just want to say thank you so much for the ways that you've supported us. Keep on doing so. Every like, every share, every comment is a helpful alley-oop to the algorithm that furthers the cause Ooh. of our podcast. Alley-oop to the algorithm. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. And just for a no, quick go ahead. fun fact for right. folks out there that, that care about Christian hip-hop, Triple E's wife, 
uh-huh. did a uh, for his 30th birthday mm-hmm. hosted a roast for Triple E. Oh, we all met oh, at, yes. at Ben Washington's house. That. I was crazy nervous when I knew what we were doing. I kept asking folks, y'all think this is what we should do? All right. I don't know how yeah, I think it, this is a good his, idea. His wife thought it was a good idea, and she knows him better than right, anybody right. else. And uh, they asked me to pray before we ate and did the roast, and I was asking God to, <laughs> Lord, please allow us to leave here. Friends. Friends, right. And that night, I saw, which was foreign to me, because I, I, I wasn't outside of Dave Chappelle. I really, I'm not in the comedian culture. I've never watched a roast a day in my life. Uh-huh. They roasted him. They talked about everything from his. You, you don't. You yeah, can't roast it, people when you're in the fourth heaven. It, it, I, I don't know how it works. I just want to let you know that, fam. It was the most encouraging time. Oh wow! That we had that, that I'd ever had at a party. It was funny. Trip came back and roasted everyone back. I love he that. He responded to the verbal roast with another verbal roast, and it was all in good fun. Right. We laughed. It strengthened our friendships. It was a beautiful thing. I'm just saying that there is a category for roasting. Right. That you, you, you say things that you wouldn't normally say, right. but it's in the context of the institution. Right. Go ahead. Okay, that's, yes. that's good. Great. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. That's yes. true. And that's what makes Will Smith who he is. He can, he's an actor. Yeah. He can, he's smart. Everyone knows he's very intelligent, yeah. but he's also a great actor. Yes, and yes. he's also charismatic. He's had that gift since he was a kid. You yeah. read it in a book. Yeah. He, can, he, he literally said he used to play a game with his mom where... His mom would say, what did you do at summer camp today? And he would spin this story. Oh, man, this group came in, these group of dancers, and they get, they had a jazz band that came in. And the jazz band, they had, like, these choreographers, and we all danced. And he would paint this immaculate story. He was telling it to his mom. Her friend was over the house, and she was like, oh, my gosh, what kind of summer camp is that? That School sounds like this? an amazing day. Yeah. And Will Smith's mom was like, that didn't happen. And Will Smith would be like, ah. Will Smith wow. used to play a game with his mom because he would be so good at spinning stories to make them seem real. Yeah. And his mom would have to guess if they were real or not. And sometimes she couldn't. 